What's up, folks, and how are you doing on this lovely or maybe not so lovely January day, depending on where you live, of course. But welcome to DNT with Derek D, also known as Dealer News Today, with me, your host, Derek D. Now, Dealer News Today is in partnership with Cox Automotive, and we have a great show for you today. Listen up. Yeah, now, you guys know me. I'm not a dealer or a car dealership, right? I'm just an actor, comedian, host who happens to love cars and hosted a car show for many, many years. So I'm not very versed in all the, you know, the financials and behind the scenes stuff that goes on when it comes to dealerships, used car dealerships, sales, etc., etc. But luckily, we have a guest on the show today who does. He's the founder of V Auto and the executive VP of Cox Automotive and an all-around good guy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Dale Pollack to the show. Thanks, Derek. Good to be with you. Uh, good to be with you, too, Dale. Thanks for coming on Dealer News today. And just in case people aren't uh, familiar with you, where are you from? Well, uh, wintertime, our home is in Paradise Valley, Arizona, and summertime in Ludington, Michigan. Well, there you go. I mean, Arizona in the winter is absolutely beautiful. In the summer, eh, a little little too hot, I, I think. But, uh, you know, you're in the car world, so it makes sense that you are in Michigan half the year at least. But, uh I would say from doing some research on you that you're 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 like the used car selling guru to me. Uh, you're a best selling author, several books, uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong on your velocity method of management. Right? Where can you get those? Uh, the books can be found basically wherever books are sold. Most commonly on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. And I'd like everyone to like everyone to know that we donate a hundred percent of the proceeds from the sale of the books to charity. So we're not in the business of making money, writing or selling books. Oh, wow. That's awesome. 100% to charity. That's that's great. That's, uh, that's very philanthropic of you. It's the right thing to do, we think. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So uh, let's start this off. Uh, you know, it's 2021. How do you see the used car market in 2021? Better off or worse off than 2020? I know that it's been pretty amazing how the... Uh, Profits have been in the in the automotive industry even during COVID. So this would be an interesting uh, question. Right. So I, I think before we uh, try and anticipate what 2021 will look like, we have to go back and think hard about what were the factors that made 2020, in spite of the pandemic, such a big year for car dealers. And I think it was the confluence of a number of one-time events. First and foremost, we had unprecedented government stimulus. Right. It's like money and big money rain from the sky onto households. And at the same time, household expenses went way down and household savings went way up because people were more or less locked in place. They didn't do a lot of the discretionary spending of leisure and travel and restaurants and entertainment. So people found themselves at home uh, under some difficult, depressing conditions with a lot of money in the bank. And Buying uh, a vehicle, at least a used vehicle, seemed to be a pretty happy uh, endeavor. And particularly also adding to it is that a lot of people became understandably frightened of public or mass transportation, trains, buses, Ubers, Lyfts. So, you know, I think a lot of households sitting around with not a lot to do with money in the bank um, said, let's buy that second, third or fourth car. And I, if you put all those ingredients together, um, I think you have what amounts to a great car buying year in 2020. So to your point or question about 2021, I think at least for the first half of 2021, a lot of those factors persist. I think we have already seen, we'll continue to see government stimulus money. Uh, people are still uh, frightened of public and mass transportation. 
people are still not going out doing all the travel, leisure, entertainment. So household expenses are down, savings are up. So I see many of the same favorable conditions, at least in the first half of 2020. Now, having said that and being fairly optimistic, I think there is perhaps uh, a, a warning uh, to be issued. And that is that, you know, any dealer who perhaps believes that the year of 2020 or what we might experience in the first half of 2021 is the new used car business, the new state, the new normal. I think that would be a very dangerous assumption because again, for reasons I stated, I think the success that we saw was driven by a lot of one-time events. If you really want to know what the state of the used car industry is, I think if you go back and look at the outcomes of 2017, 18, and 19, I believe that those are more indicative of what we're likely to see in the years to come. Right, right. Uh, that definitely makes a lot of sense. And I, I just want to apologize real quick because at times it seems like the connection gets a little finicky and drops out for a second or two. But hey, that's the kind of year it is, right, folks? But, you know, it's strange how it was kind of a, a terrible storm talking about COVID that came in, but almost a perfect storm in the in maybe in a lot of businesses, but definitely in the automotive industry because like you said, we had these stimulus, the stimulus money that came in and some, a lot of people still actually had their jobs and were making money, weren't going out as much, weren't, you know, indulging in entertainment and things like that. So they had extra money to spend and it makes sense that they would go out and buy cars because they didn't want to do mass travel as well. So kind of like was a perfect storm for the uh, automotive industry. And I appreciate all that insight on that. So let's talk a little bit about V auto, you know, that launched, uh, uh, V Auto launched Profit Time about two years ago. Now I'm not a I'm not a financial whiz, or uh, claim to know a lot about this stuff. But basically, and correct me if I'm wrong, Profit Time has helped dealers know the investment value of every used car vehicle in their inventories. Right. So this may be a dumb question, but what is the difference between investment value and just how much you think that used car is on your lot? Like how much is it worth? Right. So, so here's what I'd like uh, the listeners to understand about Profit Time 2.0. We made our mark in the industry about 15 years ago by creating software, specifically the V-Auto provision software, which was purpose-built, purpose-built to drive a certain type of behavior that we call velocity management. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the case that success in any business is never driven by software. It's only gonna be driven by a proper strategy that's well executed. So it's a strategy, it's people, it's process. And somewhere in there are tools, software tools, perhaps like the Auto provision system. But here's the problem, Derek. And it's not that velocity management didn't work. It's not that it was wrong. It's simply that the environment changes. And when the environment changes, leaders of industry have to have the courage and conviction to call it over. Because if you don't call it over, if you don't call it over on yourself, somebody else is going to call it over on you. So what we discovered several years ago as we began to understand that the success of dealers executing the velocity management was waning is we, and unexpectedly, I might add, discovered a basic fundamental flaw, a basic fundamental flaw that has existed in the business for the past hundred years that was not perceived. And, and what we did with Profit Time two years ago is we exposed that fundamental flaw and we created software, once again, purpose-built to help dealers with a better and new way forward. 
And that was what we introduced two years ago. What we're introducing today with Profit Time 2.0. And that, was, 2. And that is, was a, sorry, ahead, I'm sorry. Off. So that was a, initially Profit Time 1.0, right? So that's the original. And now you're moving forward just recently with Profit Time 2.0. Right. And what makes Profit Time 2.0 so exciting is that we have leveraged the uh, science of data and information to a point today where we can actually give dealers pricing recommendations on every vehicle every day, where we actually know the probability of, of any vehicle selling at any given price on any given day in any given market. And with that probability of sale, we're giving dealers for the very first time pricing recommendations that they can consider to make their best decision as to how to maximize the return on that investment. So never before has the industry been able to do this. Dealers asked us for years to do it, and we simply didn't possess the requisite data or data science, and now we have it, and it will be a game changer. Yeah, sure sounds like it, and I'm no financial expert or dealer, but it sounds like they would use this tool to optimize the most uh, return on their investment, which makes me say, why would any dealer not want this? If you can make more money and understand your inventory better to make the most profit, then that's a win to me. Precisely. But, but let, me, let me give you the good and the bad. Adopting the investment-minded strategy of used vehicle management is extremely difficult. It's extremely difficult because it really calls for a manager to make decisions in a manner that in many respects is contrary to every bit of experience or training that they've ever had in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, it is not an easy strategy to adopt. The good news is that if you are capable of adopting the strategy, you don't need to wonder about the results of the outcomes. The results and outcomes become eminently obvious, and they become obvious by an almost an immediate pickup in volume, and it becomes obvious in an immediate and substantial pickup in average gross profit. So once you cross that threshold of being able to execute, the, the results are unquestionable. No one has to wonder about them, and no one does wonder about them. The problem is changing the behavior and the longstanding culture and the dealership in terms of the way that we make decisions today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems pretty black and white, essentially. And as a dealer, you can see clearly the most accurate amount of money you'll make off of your inventory by using Profit Time 2.0. Now, do you think it's more or less important to a dealer to use Profit Time 2.0 in this current climate or uh, any climate? It's important in any climate. Right. The, the concern that I have, as I previously stated, is that when business is really good and easy, as it has been this past year and perhaps will be for some time to come this year, when business is really good and easy, I fear that dealers often turn away from very important disciplines and strategies to make even more money. Because even if you're not good, you can make money. But that doesn't mean that if you don't do the right things, you can't make a whole lot more money. Mm -hmm. So the profit time investment-minded strategy of management is absolutely the soundest, most practical way to make money in any environment. The question is, will dealers in this environment perceive the need to do anything different and particularly when different is hard. Yeah. So Profit Time 2.0 can, you know, basically apply to any environment, whether it's during a pandemic or not, which I think is good for a lot of dealers who are listening to know. I mean, every platform has its unique values and features. 
And Profit Time 2.0 surely does as well, including being a first in the industry, basically. Um, is there a particular unique feature about Profit Time 2.0 that uh, stands out above the rest? Well, there is, and, and that's the recommended pricing, the, the probability-based pricing algorithm that we've established. And, and that algorithm considers the investment quality of the given vehicle it, it considers the vehicle's activity in the market broadly. It considers the dealership's past sales experience with that type of vehicle. It considers the dealership's current stock and a multitude of other factors. And this is why I say that today, we have the ability with data science and information to actually be able to know the probability of the sale of any vehicle at any price point, any day in any market. It's, it's absolutely uh, revolutionary. But but again, I want to emphasize the fact that nobody should believe that software of any type yeah. is going to change the outcome of their business. The only thing that's going to change the outcome of their business for the better is a proper strategy that's well executed with discipline. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, how you run a business is key, no matter what kind of software you have. Uh, all right, I'm going to put you on the spot a bit. Say I'm a dealer, right? And I'm bombarded with choices of platforms, services, programs, all that stuff. They're all promising me I'm going to sell more cars. I'm going to make the dealership more money. You know, some dealers, I mean, they can't decipher the good from the bad, especially when all of them are promising the world. Uh, so what assurances or maybe guarantees can you give a dealer from the results of using Profit Time 2.0? Yeah, I, I can't give a dealer any guarantee because the success of a dealer with, with my software or that matter with anyone else's software uh, begins with the question of whether they're capable of executing the strategy for which the software is developed. And, and the best assurance that I can give a dealer is a careful assessment as to the dealership's understanding of why they should do something different. Because if a dealership doesn't understand the what, what I refer to as the why, why it makes sense for them to do something different, uh, then the likelihood of them doing something different, particularly when it's hard, is very low. So, so one of the approaches that I take in, in, in helping a dealer be successful is to assure myself that before they spend, I think we have a chance if, if the software works properly, which it does, that they'll have success. Yeah, absolutely. And again, my apologies for uh, the cutting out a bit there. But, the team uh, of success? Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the person who tells you they can guarantee you of success with any solution is the one that I would turn away from very quickly. Yeah, I'd say that's a, a wise decision. You know, if you're a dealership or a business owner, you have to be able to see those different ways of being successful. And the main way is the way you do business and customer service and only use things like Profit Time 2.0 as a tool to sell more cars or uh, make more money, you know, et cetera. Right. And, and Derek, I think it's also helpful for dealers to look at the past track record of the vendor that they're considering doing True. business with. Who True. are they? You know, in our case at Cox Automotive, we're a 100-plus-year-old business. We're not a private equity company. A lot of the technology solutions that are presented to dealers today are startups and or uh, venture-backed, which by their very definition means that the people who you do business with today may very well not be the business, the people that you do business with in the future. Sure. And, you know, I, I think the trust and the integrity of the company and the people who stand behind the company are are indicators of, of likelihood of success. Yeah, very well said. And, you know, I was thinking, you know, kind of to your point that you just said, aside from Profit Time 2.0, you know, you've been in the business a very long time, uh, you, you, the used car business especially. Like I said, you're a guru with that. What advice can you give dealers operating, you know, today, whether it's COVID or not, 
uh, on ways to keep their profits in check? A whole wide range of operating philosophies. And some dealers are much more oriented towards taking risk and other dealerships are much more oriented to, I think the, the right place to be is somewhere in the middle. So um, one of the ways that dealers often take what I would consider to be speculative risk is in the size of their inventory. And one of the things that I know very well and I've written about in my most recent book called Gross Deception is that the old thinking in the car business is that you stock cars to sell cars. Mm -hmm. And for a whole lot of reasons that I talk about in my book, I think that used to be right. Today, Today, I would say that dealers must understand to have consistent, repeatable, profitable operations is that they have to understand that no longer do we stock cars for the purpose of selling cars. We have to sell cars for the purpose of stocking cars. And that's a subtle but a very important distinction of what that really means, practically speaking, is that a dealership should stock at any given time roughly the number of used vehicles that they're selling in a rolling 30-day period. And I can assure you from lots of experience, the wider that gap is, the more cars you stock in excess of what you're selling in a rolling 30-day period, the lower your profits will be. Hmm. And it did not used to be that way. It's that way today. Right. And is that because of the changes over the years, or are you saying because of what is going on right now? No, it's changed. And again, I wrote about this in Gross Deception in the spring of 2016, Okay, the basic math the basic math of the used car business began to change. And what I mean specifically is the rate at which, what a dealer invests in a used car basically is fixed over time. What's not fixed is its average market price. And the rate at which the average market price drops over a 30, 60, 90 day period that a dealer might hold a vehicle, the rate at which that average market price drops has accelerated greatly, which means that it's compressed the profit margin opportunity. So what it means, practically speaking, is, is that if you have vehicles that are over 30 days of age, they're going to retail. They might even show you some slim front-end gross profit. But in fact, once you get done paying a salesperson a commission and you allocate departmental expenses, by the time they hit the net profit line of the department, they're a loser. But hmm. dealers don't see that. They just see the front-end gross, not realizing that it actually created a net loss and that's the first of many examples that I wrote about that I call gross deception. So, so these vehicles essentially run out of net profit contribution somewhere around 30 days. It used to be around 60 days. And that's basically why you can no longer afford to stock more vehicles than you're selling in a 30-day period because they will transact. Even if they show you front end gross, they're creating net losses. And I want to remind everybody that you don't get paid to go to work in the used car department to sell cars. You might think you do, but you don't. You get paid to go to work in the used car department to make net profit. And the only way you're going to reverse the negative trend of net profitability that's occurring in the business in the years 2017, 18, and 19, the only way you're going to reverse that skid is to reduce or eliminate the number of vehicles you sell that create net losses. And those are the vehicles that you're selling today that have been in your inventory in excess of 30 days. Wow. Some really great insight and wisdom coming from someone who has been in the business for many, many years, and it was all the ins and outs. So if you're a dealer listening out there, you'll definitely want to look up Dale, which you could find him, his books, and a lot more information on some of the things we talked about today on his official website, dalepollock.com. That's Dale Pollock, everybody, founder of V-Auto Profit Time, 
and Executive VP of Cox Automotive. Thanks for coming on the show, Dale. Derek, great being with you today. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, the pleasure is all on this side of the microphone, my friend. And that will do it for this first episode in 2021 of Dealer News Today in partnership with Cox Automotive. I'm Derek D. Thanks for listening. And until next time, bye, everybody. Bye.